I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 483 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, get your financial planners out today because I got a very special guest to bring you guys. Stuart Varney, the host of Varney & Co. on Fox Business, is joining me today. Stuart was born in the United Kingdom. He joined Fox News back in 2004. Prior to that, he was the host of CNN's Business Day, Business Asia, and Moneyline. You can catch Stuart Varney now on Varney & Co., which airs on Fox Business Network from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern Time every weekday. You can also catch him on the Fox Business program, Cashing In. He's been doing this for a very long time. He's got a lot of wisdom with regards to saving, investing. So listen up out there, dads. I know many of you dads out there are still paying off your college debt while trying to save for your child's college. Uh, So I asked Stuart about that and so much more. I really pick his brain here. So let's go, dads. Stuart Varney will be joining me here in just a few minutes. So please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Stuart Varney was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch today's conversation, please hit me with a subscribe on YouTube, First Class Fatherhood. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and if you enjoyed today's interview with Stuart Varney, you may be interested in listening to some of the other interviews that I've done with dads who deal in finance, including the Wolf of Wall Street himself, Jordan Belfort, Squawk Boxes, Andrew Sorkin, Lou Dobbs, even real estate dads such as Tarek El Musa and Ryan Serhant joined me here. So go through the archives of the podcast. You'll find a lot of dads that are good with money, investing, real estate, the whole nine yards. Uh, so go check them out, all available in the archives of the show. Make sure you guys are following me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace because I have got some awesome guest announcements that I'm going to be dropping over there real soon. Find out who they are. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace. If you are enjoying this podcast, please hit me with a rating or review. It really goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show to see us celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Stuart Varney. I'm Alec Lace and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, my pillow has got so much more to offer than just the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. But don't just take my word for it. Here's my wife to tell you her favorite product from my pillow. Honey, what is it? Well, I love all the my pillow products from the robe to the towels, but my absolute favorite hands down product is the my pillow mattress topper on our king size bed i have the best sleep since owning that topper it's like sleeping at a spa resort and i can't wait to sleep on it tonight and i look forward to seeing you there tonight and let me tell you something right now guys happy wife happy life and this mattress topper has been a game changer for me that's a guarantee and speaking of guarantees all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So what are you waiting for? First Class Fatherhood listeners can now save up to 66% off. That's right, up to 66% off your order using my promo code FATHERHOOD. Visit MyPillow.com and use the promo code FATHERHOOD to save up to 66% off or use the 800 number. That's 1-800-875-0219, 1-800-875-0219, and your savings will be applied instantly. Visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code FATHERHOOD, and save up to 66% off your order at MyPillow. Joining me now, First Class Father, Stuart Varney. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Alec, great to be with you. What can I do for you? Let's start it right here. How many kids do you have? How many grandkids? Okay. At latest count, Alec, it is six children and ten grandchildren. 
Wow. Yeah. Congratulations on all, all, all the grandkids there. I'd have you go through the names and ages, but that would take up the rest of the program here. So if you could, Stuart, please just take a second to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Okay. Born and raised in England, came to America in the early 1970s as a married man, came here, uh, got into television, very fortunately, and that's what I do for a living right now. But as far as my family is concerned, well, I've got these six children spread out over a, about 20 year period here. And the grandchildren, they're spread out over about a 16 year period. Now, that's where I that, that's where I'm coming from here. I want to make one quick point, if I may, Alex, uh, Alec, look, when you become a parent, mom or dad, for the first time, I think you realize love at first sight, because that's what happened to me. Your first child, any child, you see that child when it's newborn and instantly we are hardwired to love them completely without any any ands, ifs or buts. You love them to death. Love at first sight. That's what happened to me. Yeah, very well said, Stuart. I'm right there with you. I have four kids myself. We have three boys, and then we got the girl on the fourth try. Otherwise, I'd be catching up to you, but uh, we got her on the fourth try. Now, for, for my wife and I, uh, the transition of going from two to three was, was the most challenging for us because our first two were 15 months apart. What would you say out of the six kids that you had, what was the most challenging transition as far as number of kids? I'm with you, actually. The, the, the third. I think that was a challenge. I mean, you, you, you handle the first, you're a newcomer, you're trying to figure out what on earth to do, you think you got it down. The second one comes along, well, you got two hands and two people, so you're in reasonable shape. And then, oh, the third comes along. You know, that's kind of a shock. But number four, number five, number six, that you can handle. You know, when you've got your first child, you're all over them. You're really very protective. But the time you've got your number six, they're juggling with knives. I'm telling you, Alec, all <laughs> kinds of good stuff coming. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that with just having the four of them here. Yeah, definitely. Our first year of having that uh, third child felt like one long day, really, is what it felt like for us. What, what would you consider to say uh, here, Stuart? What would you say are the top values that you would hope to instill in all your kids growing up? Well, I think every parent has a desire for what they want in their children. I've got a very limited number of desires as to what I want to see my children become. First of all, I want them to be happy. And we all know whether we're happy or not. And that's what I want for them, happiness. I want fulfillment. Whatever talent they've got, and we've all got some kind of talent, use it. Because if you're not using it, you'll be a square peg in a round hole and you will be unhappy. And I want to see self-contained children. That means... I don't want to be supporting them into their late 20s and 30s. I don't want the government to be supporting them. I want them to be self-contained, happy, fulfilled, self-contained. If you got that, they don't have to make a million dollars. If you've got that going for you, then you are a good parent and you will be a happy parent. Yeah, great stuff, Stuart. And, and on that, getting in here right into what you do, a lot of the times I get it from a lot of the young men. The number one reason why they're afraid of starting a family or having kids is they say it's too expensive. I can't afford it. It costs too much. And from my experience, talking to people that are 60 and older that don't have any kids, the cost is much greater. But what, what kind of financial advice could you give to say that that couple that's just starting out there, just on the onset, maybe just got married or getting married and planning on having a family? What's the best piece of financial advice you can give to them? Those people are in maximum financial distress. Look, you're just starting out. You're trying to get ahead in careers, man and woman. You're trying maybe to get your first house. 
you're trying to build yourself up and along comes a child and you know that that's going to be expensive. So that is a huge financial challenge for young people. If I've got any advice to give, I would give this. Save something out of your income. No matter what it takes, save something. Because your income, this is America, you're going to be up and coming into the middle class. Somehow or other, you'll have more income in the years to come. But if you establish that that early on discipline of saving something, no matter what it takes, no matter what you've got to give up, save something because you need a cushion. You're going to need it badly. Yeah, well said, Stuart. And then, and then on that, a lot of t- we hear a lot from people that want this uh, college tuition forgiveness. Uh, so many people are buried in college debt. Now, maybe may those parents that are just starting out, they're still paying off their college tuition and maybe trying to save for their own kids' college tuition. So I, I, I've had a lot of different entrepreneurs on here that have had a lot of success. I'm curious to get your opinion. Right now, in this current market that we live in here, is a college degree, college education necessary to succeed in today's world? Oh, that's a very good question, Alec. Uh, I'm not sure how to answer it because I don't want to say "Ah, it's a waste of time or it's not worth it. That's not the case. I don't want to say that. But I think we're at the point where we really are starting to question, is a college degree actually worth it? Bearing in mind the enormous cost and the possibility of paying off a loan way into the future. Is it really worth it? I tell you something. I gave my some of my kids, my old, my uh, old younger kids, actually, I gave them a choice. OK, you want to go to college. Here's the choice. I'll give you the money to go to college. I've done OK financially. So I'm in a position to say that I'll give you the money or uh, and you can go to college or I'll give you the money and you start a business. Which do you want? Well, I'm not going to tell you quite how that worked out, but uh, five of my six went to college. The one who didn't go to college did start his own business and is now worth a million dollars. Shall I leave it at that? Yeah, that, that's incredible. Yeah, I, I try to encourage my kids. My oldest is 15 now. Uh, education important, yes, but it seems like right now uh, the market is open for people to start their own businesses online. Yeah. Even there's people that are drop shipping and, and just crushing it by building up their own brand, their own businesses online here. So the possibilities uh, and the opportunity, uh, I think, is better than it's ever been here. And, and then um, you know, bringing it bringing it back into what you do here. This has obviously been a crazy year, or since the pandemic, financial wise, we've seen the stock market go down. Nobody yeah. knew when it was going to come up. It went up higher than it was. This cryptocurrency, Dogecoin is going crazy and bonkers. And then we also had this uh, GameStop stuff going on. So what, what does it look like right now here? Well, what are you seeing in the next six months that we can expect to see in the financial market here? And what is your opinion on this cryptocurrency? Everybody at the moment is anxious because you've had this fantastic run up in stock prices. I mean, we've been going straight up virtually for 13 years and now we're getting a little bit wobbly. So a lot of people are thinking, oh, my goodness me, is a crash coming? Is a big sell off coming? If that's you, if you're nervous, the advice of the pros is sell half of the stock. So if you've got 100 shares of Apple, sell 50. So you're still in the game, but you're taking your profit off the table and that's yours. You can keep it and and sleep easy at night. That would be the advice of the pros. And I think that's pretty good advice at this point. As for the cryptos, I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. And if I did, I'd have to be absolutely sure that I can afford to lose every penny that I put into cryptos. That's my advice. Yeah, wow. Very well said. And then let me bring it back into you as a dad here, Stuart, for a minute. What what type of disciplinarian were you as a dad with the kids growing up? And is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? 
Can you see my face right now? I'm uh, kind of... Uh, the disciplinarian in, in my family has been the women, and I'll put it like that. Uh, I am something of a libertarian. I was brought up in a household which did not impose strict discipline. My parents pretty much let me do whatever I wanted to do, within reason, of course, and it worked, I guess. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> but yeah, to answer your question seriously, I was not the disciplinarian. It's not my nature. I try to bring out the best in them rather than suppress the worst. I'm interested. Bring out the best. What's your talent? What are you good at? What makes you a good person? Bring that out. That's what I always tried to do. Um, let's see how successful we are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what, what has the transition been like for you? What has your experience been like going from dad to a grandfather here with, with so many grandkids, 10 grandkids, as you said there, what has that been like for you as compared uh, to being a dad? It's the best. It's, it's, it's absolutely the best. I think I'm enjoying my grandchildren more than I enjoyed my children. And the reason is when you start out, you really don't know what you're doing. And as I said before, you're trying to build a career. Maybe you're trying to buy a house. You're trying to do this and that. I mean, life is absolutely jam-packed full. You don't always have time for all the stuff you should have time for. But as a grandparent, you've got the time. You can hand the grandchild back when they start to cry or what they need something. And that's a wonderful position to be in. Love at first sight without all the problems that come later. How about that? <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I, I can hold off for now. I'm in no hurry to get there. And, and one, one thing that I'm not in a hurry to get to either is, my, like I said, my youngest is my only girl. Uh, she's only six now. I'm not looking forward to that moment where she gets there and starts hitting that dating scene. Uh, my oldest, like I said, is 15. He's just on the onset of getting involved in all this. You've been there, done that, got the grandkids. What is the best kind of advice that you gave your kids, especially daughters, when they started to hit that dating scene? Ooh, well, you get right at it, don't you, lad? All right, Alex. <laughs> okay, here's the advice. You bring them home. I want to see this young man or whomsoever it is that you're dating, bring them home. I want to shake their hand, look them in the eye, and then I'll tell you what I think about them. That's my rule. And when they come into the house at first and you're sitting in the kitchen, you really shouldn't be cleaning your gun. It's probably not a good idea, Alex, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I love. Yeah, and listen, I bring out a lot of Navy SEALs, a lot of military veterans and stuff like that. They've given some stuff like that. It's been, you know, some of them are in a better position. Some fighters that I've had on, I'll have some of their fights on in the background as the, as the guy comes in, you know, so everyone's got a little something. But I'm trying to learn the best way to handle this myself when the time comes. And, and I know that we are just uh, we're close here to Father's Day. What is the best Father's Day? What does the perfect Father's Day look like for you? Best Father's Day. When I hear from every single one of my children. And all of my grandchildren, that is the best Father's Day you can possibly have. The fact that they want to call you, that they want to be in touch, that they're interested in you. If I get that, I'm a happy camper. Case closed. Yeah, I love that. So obviously here you've had a lot of success in your career over, over the course of your career here. What kind of goals or plans do you have for yourself here for the future? you have any plans on retiring? Any plans after that? Well, what kind of goals do you have for the future here? Well, I don't want to give away any state secrets, but I am going to be 73 years old in a couple of months. And what I want is to be able to retire and still have a purpose in life. I'm not at retirement point yet. Um, maybe I'm fairly close, but I'm not there yet. But when I do retire, I want a purpose. I can't just retire and play golf or something. I don't play golf anyway. I can't just do nothing. I want a purpose. I've had a purpose all my life. 
When I retire, I want another purpose. And I don't know what that is yet. I'm going to find it. Yeah, well said, Stuart. And the last thing I want to hit you with here, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Get a sense of humor and have some patience. Uh, It's a very hard thing to do, but that's what is really necessary. A sense of humor. Be able to laugh at what goes wrong. It's very difficult, but if you can laugh at it, you're going to beat it. And also... You know, relax if you can. Just try to relax. Try to step back a little bit. Don't get overwhelmed with all that's coming at you. That's what I'd say. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. i got to say, Stuart Varney, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here at First Class Fatherhood. Alex, thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Good luck, guy. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Stuart Varney for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. Always love to read your feedback. Make sure you lock it into my Instagram account at Alec underscore Lace. I have got some major guest announcements that I'm going to be dropping on you guys soon, especially as we head into the Father's Day weekend coming soon. Uh, so find out all the guests that will be joining me here. You're definitely going to want to find out who will be here with me on First Class Fatherhood. I'm Alec Lace. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. Your half-truths and